you're red. Damn, Hammy. Gonna leave Monty Williams on stuck? Uh, 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 T-Bird. Why ain't you get at Monty Williams about that shit, dog? Y'all some dirty motherfuckers. See, this is the problem I got with the NBA, man. It's okay for the players to have a say, but it's wrong for a motherfucker to just have all the power in the world. You know, because the initial thing that I thought, at least, was that, um... enough I don't want Monty Williams here let's move on let's try something different but no KD D book got the owner in the room and was like get him up out of here (laughs) he he basically put low-key a hit on Monty Williams and left the hammy on stuck damn hammy it's like that damn dog but anyway, James Harden. We got a lot of James Harden news today. So, let's start with this one. James Harden is expected to opt out of his player option with the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Houston Rockets will pursue James Harden. He is interested in teams with a competitive roster and wants the basketball freedom to be himself. And Chris Haynes reported this. Now, y'all know me. I don't like Chris Haynes. I think Chris Haynes is an ass kisser. That nigga shuck and jive and suck it for daddy. And tap dances like Savion Glover. He's not a coon, don't get me wrong. He ain't a coon. I'm happy the brother got a job, but damn, that nigga be up LeBron's butt crack. He is among the legion of Braun porn stars. But despite my thoughts and feelings about the guy, a lot of people uh, well, James Harden had a cryptic post about this. He had said he had called Cap on it. Basically on the low key tip. He called Cap on it. He said Experts don't really be experts. That's the call of the wild here. But, man, my thoughts on this is very simple. Harton got the nerve to say that he can be free, freely himself, basketball wise. What the fuck does that mean? According to Harden, it might be Cap. Nigga, that's true, bro. Because of the simple fact that you're a quitter. And then you want to hide behind Joel Embiid's bad performance 
and not take accountability for your actions. You know, it was a rumor that Doc Rivers called Harden out for partying too much. And it seemed like Harden was going back to his old habits. Not to say that he didn't do shit the whole playoffs. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when the team needed you, you didn't show up. And you have a history of this. So he got some nerve talking about, I want the basketball freedom to be myself. AKA, you want to be the number one option again. That's what you're trying to say. But, a lot of the teams that can compete, though, have number one options already. And you're not the player that the players around the league want to change their game around to fit you in. You're at the stage of your career where you got to fit into somebody else's program. And wherever he goes, he going to fuck around and be like Luka and Kyrie at the end of last year. That's the potential right there. Rockets, the Houston Rockets are willing to, to trade their number four overall pick to Philly to get James Harden back. But knowing Philly and Daryl Morey, you're going to have to to come with a better deal than that to get Daryl Morey's son out of Philly. But however, I think if Harden wants to go, then his daddy, Daryl Morey, will do so. You know Daryl Morey and James Harden like Birdman and Lil Wayne. You know, there's also, I mean, hey, man, if the Rockets want to do that, then that's completely fine. I mean, there's some, I mean, I was looking over some draft tapes today and I've seen some interesting candidates. I mean, maybe the Rockets are tired of, you know, these fucking lottery picks and want to bring a a legit superstar to go alongside Jalen Green. Or maybe they could package Jalen Green for James Harden. My guess is Green's not developing fast enough for Houston to win. So they could bring back their favorite son who's got them the furthest basically since Hakeem Olajuwon did back in the day. But another team that James Harden wants to go to is reportedly Phoenix. I don't know if Phoenix has the assets really to trade for Harden unless you're going to do a Chris Paul, a Chris Paul, 
Landry Shamit, Damian Lee type shit. Or package Tory Craig. You know, basically everybody but um package everybody for James Harden. And then do what the 2008 Celtics did, which was basically get three guys on the team, one still in their prime, one that's on the on the outside of their prime, and another one that's still serviceable, but not quite in his prime, but shows splashes now and again. And then they could just have those three, TJ Warren, Ross and then just sign a bunch of mid-level exception players but here's the thing though Harden said that he didn't want to come back to Philly unless Doc Rivers got fired. And Philly, in desperation, catching wind of this news, fired Doc Rivers. Now, I do understand the fans don't want Doc Rivers. They're tired of Doc Rivers in Philly. A lot of people feel like it's long overdue. I mean, three straight seasons of bottoming out in the second round. I believe Brett Brown got fired because of the same reason. And he was deemed not good enough. And he hasn't had a head coaching job since. So Doc Rivers gets fired for the same reason. I mean, a lot of people, you know, it's a rumor out there that Harden is trying to coerce Mike D'Antoni to become the uh, Sixers head coach. And that would be the incentive that Harden would need to return. And then also, Harden wants a four-year deal. Just bottom line, he wants a four-year deal with a contender. Seems like Harden is weighing his options. I mean, me personally, I feel like Philly, all they need is like better role players than what they have. And then I think Philly can get to the championship. I mean, I'm not surprised that Doc got fired, though, because he's known for blowing leads. He's the king of blowing leads. Bottom line. Now, moving on. The Blazers are shopping their number three overall pick to build a championship team around Damian Lillard. Right now, (laughs) 
obviously they had a lottery team, and that's why they got the number three overall pick. That wasn't championship caliber basketball. It was just Dame Daddy, Dame Diddy, and Dame Dummy. are wasting Damian Lillard's prime years because he did get to a conference finals but he got swept but the Blazers are shopping a number three pick now I have a trade that could work for both teams the Trailblazers trade Anthony Simons in the number three overall pick to the Golden State Warriors for Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga. More than likely, I believe that the Trailblazers may let Jeremy Grant walk in free agency, which leaves a spot open for somebody to play the four and I feel like Jordan Poole would want to be elsewhere why not move not too far from Golden State up to Portland and play alongside Dame and build a playoff team with him it's a start then you got a young cat in Kaminga who plays above the rim, who has an underrated jumper and plays well on the defensive end and uses his athleticism to be successful. I don't see a problem with that. You get rid of a problem in the locker room and pool. You get rid of a guy who's not happy with his role in Golden State and Jonathan Kaminga. And then you gain... Anthony Simons, who has all-star potential. You got to really think about this. I mean, I would love to see Anthony Simons play alongside Steph. And he would be easily the sixth man of the year. And with Clay and Draymond declining, this could be the move and a start and a new start for the Golden State Warriors moving forward. If the Golden State Warriors should get that number three pick. And I think they should draft Jarris Walker from Houston College. I think that would be a perfect fit for them because the kid plays like a more athletic Draymond Green. And and he play any and, and I see flashes of beef stew. You know, I'll delve into detail on the strengths and weaknesses, but I'm just talking about fits for the roster. So then you add Walker, who's better than Kaminga in my opinion. In my opinion. Who's a better fit, I should say. And Simons, that's a good building block 
to having depth on the roster. Because Jonathan Kaminga is considering requesting a trade if the Golden State Warriors don't give him a bigger role. And Kaminga got interest from everybody. And there's a lot of turmoil going on in Golden State. Because the Warriors think that Bob Myers is going to leave the Warriors. Damn. So you gonna you lose the architect? That would be a tough loss if they actually lost Bob Myers. That's crazy, bro. If that's true. And before we get to game one, Lakers and Nuggets, got one more story for y'all. The Phoenix Suns will enter the offseason with the belief that Chris Paul will be their starting point guard in the 2023-2024 season. The Suns will likely fully guarantee Chris Paul's $30.8 million salary for next season. Damn. Well, they, they just committed to Chris Paul another year. Uh, I don't know. I have, I have mixed feelings about this, in my opinion, because I think that they can upgrade. Not to say that Chris Paul isn't great, but he's old. And I think he's, what, 38, turning 38, or turning 39 next season, and he's getting paid $30 million? I don't know, man. I would try to I would try to get younger. But the Suns seem like they're content with this decision. Yeah, but they gotta get that they gotta get that monkey ass eight and that up out of there though. First, before they trade Chris Paul. I mean, I like Paul, but Paul is not reliable. It's not that he isn't good. Chris Paul is like the old ass version of Zion Williamson. But except Chris Paul's in shape, it's just that his body is breaking down. It's a lot of miles on such a pause, a slender build, you know? And um, I feel like Phoenix should move on from CP. In my opinion. Welcome to the 2023 Western Conference Finals, y'all. What a time to be alive as the Nuggets and the Lakers begin. As the Denver Nuggets defeated the Los Angeles Lakers 132-126. to As this was a game of games. This was this was really good. Austin Reeves, 23 points, 8 assists. LeBron James almost fucked around and got a triple-double. 26 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists. I say this about LeBron James all the time. He always gives you 
three and a half great quarters. But that last, that last half of the quarter, that nigga is nowhere to be found. Anthony Davis with a primetime performance of 40 points and 10 rebounds, three assists, three steals, two blocks. Rui Hashimura had 17 off the bench. D'Lo was held to 4 of 11 shooting. Denver Nuggets stats. We got Michael Porter Jr. He hit some big shots this game. Um, I had told people time and time again that um, MPJ was going to have to be the X factor of this series. He had 15 points and 10 rebounds. Nikola Jokic, this nigga got to be the Western Conference MVP if they go advance to the finals. This nigga had 34 points, 21 rebounds, 14 assists, two blocks. He shot 12 of 17. Like, Anthony Davis did everything that he could to stop this nigga, and he could not. And we'll get to that in a minute. Contavious Caldwell Pope, the only clutch person that wasn't a double agent. 21 points, 9 of 17 from the field, 3 of 8 from 3. Jamal Murray, 31 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Bruce Brown, 16 points off the bench. Denver just got more of an effort. This is the depth that I was talking about as far as I'm concerned. Now, the rest of their bench didn't necessarily contribute like that. They didn't need to because all of the key players that needed to show up for Denver showed up. And this was a classic match. Now, Laker Dick Riders was dick riding the fact that Rui Hashimura held Jokic to 0 of 2 when defended by Hashimura. And the Lakers really believe that Rui Hashimura can shut down a two-time MVP. Good luck with that, buddy. Man, Jokic's going to have 20 points in the first quarter if you put that nigga nigga on him. Don't do that Japanese like that, man. Don't do that nigga knees like that, man. No, don't 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 do it, dog. It's just not worth it. I don't know, man. A lot of you Fakers fans are way too fucking overconfident. Y'all acting like this is nothing. I mean, it's not nothing. Denver did what they were supposed to do, which is protect home court. And, you know, they shall do that in game two. Uh, My overall thoughts on this game was late game turnovers, basically. Everybody's blaming LeBron for losing this game. (laughs) Really? I don't know. They said that the shot that he took at the top of the key was a bad shot. It wasn't a bad shot. This this was a spot that he normally takes shots from. He just missed that time. But however, what I can say about it is it's bad clock management. I'm going to go with bad clock management because they had a whole 45 seconds left. 
And I think if Bron would have drove to the basket, he definitely would have made the, the basket. And got, and maybe got an and one. Because um, Bron has shot, shot free throws quite well throughout the playoffs. I legit only seen this nigga miss like two free throws. From what I can recall. But, you know how it goes. Always got to have something to blame. I think it just came down to the last possession because Denver had complete control of this game. Then Johnny, here comes Johnny Law. Here comes Johnny Law. Adam Silver, gay ass in the fourth quarter. You know, Johnny Law came through. You knew Johnny Law was going to show up. I'm surprised that they showed up that late. I'm surprised they went into the fourth quarter because I guess they were up 15 and then all of a sudden the Lakers cut it to two. And then it became basket versus basket. You know, Bill Burr hinted to rigging in NBA games. Okay, you can look up that video on YouTube, Bill Burr. Right? Johnny Law almost won, but, you know, late game turnover. It's not really, you can't really shit on the Lakers for losing. Nikola Jokic just made everybody on the floor better, and he got his in this game. Now, I do believe the Lakers will make adjustments. And try different players on Joker, but Jokic isn't the person you need to stop. The person you need to stop is Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. Them the two guys that you need to stop. That way Jokic would tire can tires himself out by the fourth quarter. But nobody's thinking of that yet. I'm pretty sure Darvin Ham knows this. And, you know, Denver had a plan to take D'Angelo Russell out of the game, basically, by going at Russell because he's not a very good defensive player. And I just feel like it was just close. Now, let's move on to tonight's game. The Heat versus the Celtics. Miami Heat defeated the Boston Celtics 123 to 116. Um, I'm very disappointed in the Boston Celtics. Highly disappointed in Jason Tatum's meltdown in the fourth quarter. Because he didn't attempt one shot. I mean, the ball, I mean, the Heat did play very good defense on him. I think Jimmy Butler played good defense on him. I think Gabe Vincent played good defense on him. And I think Max Struess played good defense on him. But that's no excuse. Jason Tatum has to be aggressive in the fourth quarter. 
No excuses, bottom line. Jason Tatum has a major turnover problem. We all know this. It's the same issue that plagues Westbrook. Or that has plagued Westbrook throughout his career. So Jimmy Butler, wow, what a stat line. What a fucking stat line. 35 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, and 6 steals. Yo, Jimmy Butler is really that guy in the playoffs. And I love it. He is exactly what I would make my 2K character. I wouldn't play none. So basically, um, <laughs> that was a crazy stat line. Jimmy Butler is the fucking man, dog. I would not play the regular season on 2K, and I'd just go straight to the fucking playoffs. But, all right, Bam Adebayo, 20 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Very solid. Great game. Max Strews, 15 points. Gave Vincent, 15 points. Caleb Martin, 15 points. Kyle Lowry, 15 points. My God. Six niggas in double figures, yo. That's fucking crazy right now. Boston side of things. Jason Tatum had 30 points. Understandable. How many turnovers did he have? Had to be five or six. Oh, he only had four. But three of the four turnovers in the fourth quarter were costly. Now, that last turnover, though, was very, very costly. Very costly. Marcus Smart, 13 points, 11 assists. Hey, Marcus Smart was dishing that rock like Nino Brown. Brown had 22 and 9 and 15. Robert Williams had a great first quarter. He had 14 points. Malcolm Brogdon had 19 off the bench. Derek White had 11 off the bench. They only went eight deep tonight. Very strange. It's unlike Boston. They usually play like nine or ten niggas. It's very odd. But whatever. My overall thoughts on this game. I mean, Miami stole one in Boston. 
And I mean, this is the same thing that happened last series. You know, this is probably going to come down to a six or seven game series. I I definitely do believe that Boston can do it. It's just that, um, Boston can get a little bit too excitable. Instead of just being calm and letting the game come to them, they like to force shit. Me personally, I feel like, as I said, the year that they went to the finals, if Brown and Tatum could get five assists per game each, they can win every playoff game bottom line they gotta move that ball you can't always ISO ISO don't work every time the Miami Heat are a very physical defense they're not stupid they played y'all last year and ESPN this is why I don't respect ESPN that's why I don't watch ESPN I wouldn't give them a very I would not give them a view you want to know why? Because of the simple fact that, um, bruh, <laughs> I wouldn't give them a view, period, point blank. These niggas had the nerve and the audacity to say that the Miami Heat had a 3% chance of winning this series. How disrespectful and how ignorant that sounds. 51-49 easily in favor of Boston. Did y'all forget that last year that they were a Jimmy Butler bucket away from being eliminated? If Jimmy Butler hits that three, it's over for Boston. And Miami just came through and stole a game in Boston. An eight seed, might I add, an eight seed just stole game one in Boston. And I think it's just an embarrassing turn of events. And Boston has to has to adjust and regroup. Miami. All of those guys on Miami ain't going to be scoring that much next game because I do, I truly do believe that, you know how Boston is after an L. Like, Boston always bl- blows out a team the next game. But, yeah, that's my show. I want to thank y'all for coming through and fucking with me. Y'all are probably going to get this episode the next morning. Thank you. This is King Known Uncensored, and I'm out.